The latest update has arrived in Marvel Strike Force. There's some positives. There's some negatives. There's some bugs. We're discussing it all along with Deathpool, these new warriors, and the upcoming events. And if you're ready for it, guys, I'm joined by my brother, Philosopher, on your Marvel Strike Force weekly news update. And if you're ready for it, Philosopher, tell him what to do, my brother. Hey, guys. Let's go smash it. Valley Flyer. Hello, hello, hello. What is up, Valley Maniacs? I am Valley Flying. Welcome back to the channel and your Marvel Strike Force weekly news update. Today, I am joined by my brother, Philosopher, and we are talking all about Marvel Strike Force, the latest update that dropped, everything that went over, that went went on in the past uh, week or so, and everything that is coming up in this uh, upcoming week. So without further ado, brother Philosopher, what is up, man? How are you feeling? I'm doing good. I'm a little sleepy. Uh, I was up so I did. I spent so many hours playtesting Deathpool last night. Uh, I had to stay up late for work, but uh, excited that we're having some new content. Excited that we've got some new stuff added to the game. People now can level, you know, get work on their levels. Uh, that, that all that sort of stuff is interesting. But of course. Uh, with with any scopely release, uh, there's a lot of bugs as well. <laughs> yeah. And we, we got a list of them that we talk about. Some that were addressed by Cerebro, some that uh, weren't addressed yet. But before we get to the rest of the news with Philosopher, I do want to talk to my buddy Reminex about the sponsor of this video, Manscaped. Support for the Valley Flying Smashing Time podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in the men's below-the-waist grooming. They're the champions of the world in that department. They have precision tools engineered for your family jewels, and they just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. Now, Reminex, I know you have been using the Lawnmower 4.0. What are your thoughts on this? Um, I think now uh, my tree feels bigger now that I can see it through the forest. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, when the when the when the beans are a little smaller, the franks look a little bigger. And I gotta say, I like the skinscape technology because I don't know. Have you have you have you been getting nicks and cuts with any previous things you've using? Because I know I have, and they don't feel good, and and it makes me fearful every time I use those. So I'm I'm super happy with this lawnmower 4.0. What what are your thoughts on it? Uh, I, I got a I got a Nick once and uh, with, with a lawnmower, I, a different product, different product. I never got. I mean, the lawnmower is, is smooth and use it in the shower and uh, you know the mist is definitely improves. Yes, and it's got a light in case I, I don't know if you'd want to use it in the dark, but if you want to see those uh, uh, those hairs that just uh, are hard to see, that light really helps. And and the wireless charging, I think I, I like that as well because uh, it makes it waterproof. That's why you could uh, use it with a shower and. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, and the missus the missus likes it, right, Reminex? I I'm no complaints here. Oh, me me too. My my missus likes it. So uh, if you guys want to test it out and see how your missus likes these, uh, you could you could check it out manscape.com. You could get twenty percent off plus free shipping with the code Valleyflying, and your boys they will thank you. Absolutely. And now back to the news. So let's talk about in the game right now. We have Deathpool in the game and uh you, you spent some time with her we spent some time uh you said spent some time last night testing her out so what are what are your overall thoughts your overall impression on death pool you know she's very good um she's not quite what i expected though i will tell you this like at least on a first initial reaction in other words 
she's like a top four health, top four damage character. I think she's second in one and fourth in the other in the game. Yeah. So super stats. Her kit seems ridiculous. That insta kill on the ultimate seems super OP. But I have to say, I, I, I got her. So I maxed her out. G15, Ooh. level three blue ISO. Uh, brought her, four red stars. And, you know, she held her own in raids. She was okay. doing fine, obviously, without the full team. But like in arena or RTA or, you know, whatever, she was, she was okay. I mean, I think what made her better than I thought, you know, the parts of her kit that were better than I thought were her survivability. Okay. She's, she really is hard to kill. And I love the out of turn damage where she's got like a ping element mm. when uh, an enemy dies. But, you know, the insta kill thing takes quite a long time to get rolling. Yeah, it's like every every five times you use that ultimate and then you get a little extra charge every time you spawn, but it does take a while. Now, uh, I, I was a little disappointed. And it, it doesn't sound like you're too hyped about her. Like this is this is the next Kestrel or this is the next Silver Surfer. Sounds like a good character. Uh, where do you see her having viability? Yeah, just in the raids, do you see that extended to other game modes? Maybe War, maybe Dark Dimension. I know, uh, I know I've know, i gotten a lot of questions. I'm sure you've gotten a lot about Dark Dimension as well. Where, where do you see her viable? Just raids or other game modes as well? Yeah, I definitely see, obviously, raids. I, I think Dark Dimension for sure. The issue, though, in Dark Dimension is there are so many strong cosmic characters that, you know, she's got a lot of competition, right, for Cossack, whether you have Kestrel, yeah. Silver Surfer, all of Infinity Watch, and so forth. The rest of her team, by the way, is in City, so she's not going to have Cloak and Dagger with her. But she's still going to be great in Dark Dimension. I did test her out in DD3 yesterday just to see how she did in that environment. You know, she was excellent there. Um, I, I will say that I do think she'll be good in War just because all of the newer characters are so OP in terms of stats and everything else. So she'll be good in War. I think the question is, where does this team change the meta? And I do think Cloak and Dagger with her in war are going to change up uh, the uh, war meta. Okay, okay. Well, I, I hope uh, I hope it leaves some room to, to for beating that Heroes for Hire, because uh, Shang-Chi was also released. We're going to talk about him. But uh, to get Deathpool, uh, she has an event coming up this Friday, uh, August 20th. And to do that event, you're going to need to use this devoted trait, the new trait that was uh, released in the game. Uh, kind of kind of uh, like a normal event, right? We, we're, we're getting uh, we're using cores, refreshing the nodes for later players, players with bigger rosters. Kind of an easy event. You're kind of auto through this. Uh, and you think. Do you see any of the newer players, mid-game players that don't have uh, like these larger rosters? Do you see them struggling with this, uh, given which characters have this devoted trait? Yeah, it depends. I actually spent some time looking through this yesterday. So I think that if you're, for example, somebody who's been playing a lot over the last couple months, you're going to be fine. So I know newer players who have a similar size Sam to you. Like they all, even, you know, there, there are guys who started two months ago, but they have their two red star Sam, mm. you know, Captain Sam, or they've got, uh, I know players who've been playing two, three months who have a, a, a infinity watch team without Adam Warlock. So they'll have, for example, Philovel and Moondragon, like you see there, um, you know, there are newer players running all three secret Avengers. So I think those players will be fine if they've been investing in them, you know, whether they're in medium or hard. 
Uh, so, but I think you know, hard the hard mode. If you haven't geared up those new characters, is tough because there's a big fall off after those newer characters. Yeah, where you've got you know, it's just kind of OG X Men and and Brotherhood and so forth. What I will say is the medium difficulty. They added some additional characters that are not in this list. I saw Doc Ock, some others, uh, okay. broader Thanos, some broader array. So I think that's going to help new players. And then once they get Deathpool. If they can gear her up, they can use her on the hard uh, notes, so they might be able to get some of the notes down that way. Now, we, we also have another event, not just a normal character release event. We go to this event section right here. Uh, it is a chance to get more shards, and you're get, and it looks like uh, from this picture ad, you're getting you're getting some miasma, which is another bottleneck that's uh, created by uh, Deathpool. Uh, we, we're getting a lot of Miasma bottlenecks. We've just had Deathpool released, takes Miasma, Cloak is coming up, we'll take Miasma, Warlock was a recent character, Miasma is his gear 13 unique, Doom, Hella, the list goes on. I mean, what what is up with all these Miasma? Do you think all of this stuff was on purpose? Like, oh, we need to create this bottleneck that aliens that used to be there for alien sports. Let's create another one with Miasma. Or, or do you think that the devs were like, uh, let's just do this one this, and not paying attention to this? Or do you think this was intentional? I think it's intentional. It kind of, it kind of pissed me off, to be honest with you, because uh, I've been making uh, an issue of this to the devs. I know you have two Valley about the G thirteen uniques. It's ridiculous that there are players who run out of the G thirteen uniques, but they have tons of the fourteen or the fifteen. Right? I mean, it's just massive. It seems so backwards. It's so so bizarre. And and so we've been bugging them about this. So what do they do? They introduce more offers. So we got all these offers for like ten dollars. I'm sure you've been seeing the same offers Um, I have for the G thirteen. Alien spore one, and there it is. It just popped up. Yeah, there you go. Uh, There's your offer. That's your answer. Like you and I have been complaining about this. So what do they do? Okay, we'll put some offers in there for ten bucks. And oh yeah, now we're going to create a new bottleneck. (laughs) It's like we're teaching them how to screw us over or something. Unbelievable. Uh, well, I I don't know, man. I hope I hope with the introduction of teal that these gear thirteen bottlenecks go away because I don't know ten. 10 of these alien spores for 10 bucks doesn't seem worth it. They don't seem like they're worth a dollar each since. I mean, this was the bottleneck, what, two years ago? Three years? Um, two years ago, maybe? And, and we're, yeah, we're you this- need so many of them. <laughs> you need so many of them to get the character to G15. I, it's like, I, I, I buy them for gold. I mean, what I've been doing now, as I've resorted to, I refresh the store, the supply store, multiple mm. times a day, and I buy every G13 unique until I get to like 65 or so. Oof. And that's that gets me one character up to, to maximum, and then I have to start over again <laughs> for the next character. It's brutal. How's, how's your Miasma supply right now? Because Cloak is coming out later this update. Are, are you ready for Cloak right now, or are you... Uh, are you trying to refresh it with all those uh are you refresh your supplies with the refreshing the stores which you're doing with the cores yeah i'm refreshing i thought i was i was ahead of the game because i had 65 miasma <laughs> stored up but now i'm back to zero oh, so exactly <laughs> all right and and this event this event for uh death pool are you expecting the easy six or seven star this time yeah, I think I think I think so. I mean, if you're an experienced player, for sure, because you're going to get some shards from the milestones as well. I mean, what I've been recommending is, you know, even if you're a free to play player or you're a very limited budget kind of player, you have your stockpile of cores. I know some free to play players told me they kind of stock up for months like they have their stockpile. I would go all in on Deathpool just because. You know, we can quibble about where she ranks in the game, mm-hmm. whether she's top 5, 10, 15, 20. You know, you, you have a chance 
as a, as a player here to get a you know uh, a very top of the meta character for free and yeah. i just think if you're on a limited budget in particular you need to take full advantage of that now i think i, I would recommend most players doing at least the 50s are you going to the 50s are you going to the hundreds are you going to the 200s how, how hard are you personally going on this event I always do the hundreds, which okay. usually gets me to like six and a half on a regular event without these additional, you know, this a postmortem or whatever this is. I, I usually get to about six and a half or more, depending on my luck okay. with doing the hundreds uh, and buying some of the, I buy the initial offers for the uh, stream and all that. Okay. Okay. So uh, I think, I think that's where the confusion was with Sharon Carter. I was like, I, I finished this event. I spent a hundred quarter. I, I spent all the hundreds. I spent the fifties and the hundreds. I didn't end up with that six or seven. And uh, yeah, so I guess uh, those offers was what Cerebral was talking about before, but uh, let's, let's talk about the, the, uh, the running mates of death pool. The new warriors, the additional new warriors. We got the kits revealed early this week, and uh, it, it looks like they was pretty accurate as far as what the Russian datamize that we saw a couple weeks ago. Uh, they look very, very strong, and they look like they are the solution for Doom. They look like there's a solution for uh, some uh, Doom 2 when it comes out. Where do you see these guys falling when they are a full team in comparison to how strong Secret Avengers were? They look very similar to me, um, if not, I mean, if not just as strong or stronger. I, you know, one thing that is, I think, sneaky good here or that people may not focus on is that we have it right up in the screen there. In rates when an enemy gains offense down, reduce the speed bar of that enemy by 15%. If you look through these kits, they're, all, they're throwing offense down all over the place. Mm. And it's essentially the opposite of how we have like the symbiotes or the X factor. They're always gaining speed bar. You know, this is not quite as good because you can't reduce the speed bar below zero, but mm, you can imagine true. the enemy could never take a turn, right? If they just keep getting offense down on them and keep getting the speed bar reduced. So I think that's very, very powerful. And then this health redistribution that's right above that, that's very powerful abilities well in Dark Dimension. So what I think is going to happen is for a long time, I've been telling players for DD4, hey, you got to do the symbiotes, you got to do the symbiotes, that's your only choice. Now I think Cloak and Dagger and City are going to be a really uh, you know viable choice because Cloak all the time is going to be doing this health seal. You you see if Dagger's an ally, it's always 100%. Mm. So right below that. So I, I think that's going to be pretty powerful. Yeah, and especially <laughs> especially uh, outside of Dark Dimension, when they're in the raids, they're getting the extra damage for all of them. Uh, how, do you think that at the low star level, kind of like Secret Avengers, you'll be able to auto through Doom 1.1 with these characters and maybe Silver Surfer and either Warlock or Doom or someone? Wow. At low star levels, I don't know. I mean, one thing I will say that is very helpful for this that's friendly to players who have low star levels is the dodge and the evade. So one of the characters gets extra dodge chance. You're looking at that here. The other one gets an evade every turn. And to me, that's very helpful to players who have the the lower uh, star levels. If you got a three star, if let's say you just blitzed hard and you're free to play and you got a three star character, if it, the evade works just as well if you have three stars or seven stars, whereas like mm. something that adds a percentage health or some other mechanic may not work as well if you have a smaller star level in a character. Very true. Very true. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't think about the dodge and evades because you're not taking damage. Um, what, what are you shooting for personally with these characters? They look like they are necessary for Doom Two. They look like they're going to be necessary for getting that teal gear and eventually getting into Dark Dimension Five at a, at a decent time frame. 
what are you shooting for as far as red stars for these? I know it's kind of out of your control, but if you got this number, you would stop for these characters. Four, uh, five, I, higher maybe? I, usually, I stop at five. I know some of my alliance mates go for six, seven. I, I don't... The amount of resources it takes to get a six red star in a character is insane. Like you can blow through hundreds and hundreds of red star orbs. I have enough trouble getting five as anyone who watches my videos and streams knows I often open, you know, 150 red star orbs to get five, a five red star or something like that. So uh, it's hard. Uh, so uh, I, I, that's where I think I'll stop. But I mean, okay. I'm going, you know, I'm definitely going hard on these characters because I'm going to be racing to try to be one of the early people in DD5 and all that. I'll do my best. And, you know, you're you're going to need these characters i think yeah i think i think these are going to be very very strong characters and you do think they're going to have the viability for dark dimension for cloak and dagger in particular yeah i think in city section i mean if i if you're a new player who's getting close to dd3 or dd4 and you think you're going to be able to unlock these characters i don't know the unlock method yet but i would you know be keeping them in mind and be careful about putting gear in the symbiotes for the short term because you might be better off investing heavily in cloak and dagger because they seem to me like they could be really strong options for a city for dark dimension three and four i i think so as well i my only concern for newer players is where are they going to get the gold stars for these characters is skillfully going to make these uh, characters available for new players to eventually replace the symbiotes uh anti-venom still not available symbiote spider-man still not available so uh, hopefully this is the team that new players can use uh, going into Seedly Mains and Dark Dimension 3, 4, and then subsequently 5. Uh, any any other thoughts on these uh, Cloak and Dagger new warriors before we move on to some of the things surrounding this update? Yeah, one thing I would just say is I think Scopely's trying super hard to make it so you can't skip these characters. So I know people ask me sometimes, like, <laughs> is this skippable? Is that skippable? Like, they're basically, the power creep is so ridiculous in the game right now, and it's such a high level that... You basically uh, can't afford to skip the new characters at this point. So I would just do your best on these blitzes. Don't 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 take the blitz off if it's a blitz character, for example. Yeah, I saw a Reddit post on where's our characters like She-Hulk that we could just get leave at one star and not really have any uh, repercussions for leaving her there. But yeah, it seems like a lot of these new characters you're gonna have to go hard because they're gonna be needed for something and then some of the future content in the game but uh as all right you ready for are you ready to discuss all these bugs because there's a lot of oh them in this update. <laughs> all right oh so my this, god there's a lot that he knows about uh, and he i'm talking about cerebro he did post about a few of them uh, two of them here uh last night the first was in the daily objectives two that's related to raids and i don't know if you're logging in right now and you see your daily objectives there's that two that you can't complete well i guess that's because the raids they're not displaying properly and you can't claim those so that affects your daily objectives that also affects your strike pass if you're trying to go for sam and the second green goblin crash in the game also seeing falcon killmonger crash in the game uh are, are you are you gonna place them on war defense until this is solved <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great strategy. I need to, I need to write this strategy, down, man. But that's, that, everybody was mentioning that. Oh, you got to play some more war defense now. 
That's awesome. Like they'll never take your armory or something. You just put your, uh, every, everybody's putting green goblin down. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I gotta say this is totally unacceptable for a game. I mean, we could laugh at it at this point. Cause it's like scope. It's like one of these bumbling. It's like these old movies where they got the guy like, str- you know, stumbles over himself every five steps. Like, I don't know what to say with this. Like the, the, the fact that Cerebro had to post this, this is a like game breaking stuff. Like, Hey, by the way, the game may just totally stop working on you. Uh, if you see one of these characters, it's kind of like a major problem, no? I, I don't know what to make of that. We better <laughs> get some amazing compensation. It's yeah. We'll, 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 I'm going to talk about the compensation that you're predicting for this because uh, if if you guys at home are not aware, there's a lot of other bugs in addition to what Cerebro mentioned in his Reddit post. So l- let me just list these. <laughs> Uh, we got daily challenges not resetting. The Doom rewards, they were reverting back to their old rewards. Bishop was temporarily in the war store for 45k credits instead of the, the normal credits. And I think uh, there's some people that accidentally bought those. I hope those people get compensated for that. Nobu was appearing in the war store as well uh, briefly when he was supposed to be taking out. The old ability orbs were in the offers. Milestone 2 orbs grading the old ability orbs. There's some kind of bug with a high roller milestone. How long do you uh, are you predicting until these get fixed? Well, some of them <laughs> will get fixed quickly, right? Uh, the hopefully, ones that, hopefully. So the ones that are like that, that they think they're going to have to compensate as heavily for, they're going to deal fixed quickly. The the green goblin crashing the game. Some of the stuff though, you know, it's going to take forever, right? Like it, what's going to end up what's going to end up happening is you know whatever the uh, rewards uh, for Doom or something will just be that way for a couple weeks, and they'll get to it when they get to it. I, I got to say, I mean. You know, I did have one new new player asking me recently, like, when do I think there'll be compensation? Because he's like, that's when I can get a lot of stuff is when there's yeah. compensation. That's when I get all my gold or whatever. And, you know, I, I will say, I you know, I was happy with the fact that we have fewer bugs over the last couple months. And it just looks like they haven't turned a corner over there, which is Man. really disappointing. I was th- I was thinking it would be positive, but I've always said if they're if they're not gonna fix the stuff, which I don't know if they're capable at this point. You know, they 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 said they're their own harshest critics. They've they've said they're doing internal, they're changing things, and then these key things keep happening. So I don't know if, if they're not gonna do. It, I'm glad they're at least communicating with this with the community. But uh, as as far as when. It seems like some of these, they get resolved very quickly. I don't know what they're going to do with the Green Goblin. But others, we we get this compensation two, three weeks later. You think you think some of these issues like the Green Goblin and especially these red dots for Strike Pass, do you think they're going to come sooner or later? I, I'll, I'll put the over under at two weeks. I think later. I mean, After, remember oh. how long... Or non-existent for certain ones. Remember, like, when the Thor hammer thing caused a bug? Do we ever get compensated for that? They just sort of took months to figure it out and then just said sorry. I don't think we did now that you mentioned it. (laughs) That sucks. Yeah, it does suck. You know, what they do, their strategy is have so many bugs that you can't possibly keep track of them all and ask for compensation for everyone. Oh, it's it's like those inbox messages. It was like, here's the compensation for this. Like, oh. That's good, but what what which which bug was this for? Uh, out of the millions of bugs that are in the game, I, I don't. I'm glad when we're getting this kind of compensation, but uh, I I don't know what this is for. Um, I don't know, man. I hope they fix this. This is this is not. Um, this doesn't instill consumer confidence for make me want to spend more money in the game. And I don't I don't think it does that for a lot of uh, players before we move on from bugs into something I, I think is a little more positive. Any any other uh, thoughts on bugs before we move on? 
it, we'd be here the whole, all day if we kept talking more about bugs. So let's just stop. All right. All right. Let, let's go into something that I think is positive. I, I know that I think you think is positive as well. I know some of the community doesn't. It's these changes to real time arena. Uh, removing a lot of the, uh, the all of actually all of the object of the objectives to use your abilities, focusing just on knockouts. Personally, I have found these a lot faster, which in my in my opinion is a lot better. I'm having to win four matches per day and done instead of doing match after match after match, trying to find a good match or trying to find these abilities. What are your thoughts on these changes to real time arena? Yeah, I, I've been getting like an insane amount of feedback on my Discord. Like players out of nowhere, not like asked by me, but people coming <laughs> in saying like, man, this is the best RT has ever been. And it's be all because of what you said. There's just less of it. So yeah. like, yeah, I am blow through it. It's funny because it really says something about how bad a game mode is when the best way to improve it is to make it so you don't have to play it very much. So yeah, it's not fun in any way really at this point, but it gets done. I mean, I do think, I do feel bad for the players who you know don't have like the new characters so i do think if you're queuing up with your as guardians or something trying to you know you're going to get rolled um so i think that can be an issue but they need to have leagues and separate things out a little bit better yeah. uh but in terms of getting through this stuff it's clearly better than we were at before there was no need for us to be spending hours and hours on rta oh yeah this is spending spending five minutes is way better than spending 20 plus minutes per day on this stuff trying to grind it out i gotta i gotta say though i i was happy that it just reduced the time i'm actually there's some matchups you go in I'm having fun with these, even mirror matchups with like, oh, this is the best team for this season with what's based on what's banned. I'm even mirror matches. Uh, I'm having fun with. Are you having fun, or are you just putting this on auto? And uh, I mean, I, fun relative to what it was before. Yeah, I mean, it's it's okay. Here's what I would say about it. I mean, the, the, I'll, here the the most positive spin I could put on RTA is just that it allows you to test out your characters and play them whenever you want, which is nice. Like I play Galaxy of Heroes, a different game, similar type game. Yeah. They don't have anything like this, and so you'll unlock a new team or something, and you can't mm -hmm. use it because like where are you going to use it? There's no mm -hmm. Blitz or or RTA. So here, Blitz is kind of lame. You're playing against the computer and you know whatever. So this you can play and you can try out your new team. That's kind of cool i tried out death pool yesterday and all that i will say though that like what makes this game fun in my opinion is the strategy of planning out like what will counter what team yeah. i think you know that would that's what makes it fun and this really does none of that it's like okay i queue up my you know this season maybe it's the dad bros and emma whatever okay i'll queue those guys up you're gonna queue the same team we'll see who gets the coin flip let's do play it out we kind of know how it's gonna play out so it's not as fun as it could be, but it's it's fine. I mean, I don't really have a problem with it in the game. And if the main requirement was was to play two to four matches a day, it's like it's a lot harder to get worked up about. If they had this yeah. from the beginning, I don't think there would have been nearly the level of outcry. Where would you like to see this go long term? Uh, I know there's a lot of players uh, saying just scrap this mode. Uh, I, I with these changes only only having to win four matches a day i don't know if they need to totally scrap this mode but would you like to see maybe the battle pass taken off extends to the other game modes is that kind of redundant now that we have strike pass what what would you like to see long term for uh real-time arena personally i'd like to see three things that are all kind of interrelated i'd like to see the battle pass have an option for people to do blitz if they want to do it okay so people who like absolutely hate this don't have to do it I think that they should have, they should separate this out into a casual and then a ladder version. So like 
you know, they're the tryhards can go and try to compete to see who's number one, and they don't really get much in the way of rewards for it, let's say, but they get some, you know, thing on their uh, on their uh, player card or something that says, you know, you're whatever, you're number fourteen, or you get like some border around your pick your avatar or something, yeah, that, something like that that's very meaningless. Uh, but you know, they can feel good about themselves. The tryhards can be in their bracket. Hey, hey, bragging, <laughs> bragging rights are pretty important for some people, so. There's right, but that's that all really, good. Really push for those. It gives them an outlet, and then yeah. they could have the casual bracket for everyone. Is just like you know, I'm just trying to get my two milestones done or whatever my two attacks for the day. So like the poor guy who's just like trying to bring in his guardians and wants to get through his uh, two attacks for the day or whatever can just do that. I think then then that would be fine. You'd have your, you know, the the most you'd have to do is two attacks a day for the for the uh, objective, and you could do that in casual mode and be fine. You know what? I would I would go further because you said one of the problems was not being able to plan out your team. Uh, the draft was something that about a third yeah. of the community did like. Uh, would I think if they could implement maybe that that more hardcore mode and you, you know for the people that want to play it, maybe bring back the draft in that mode because the people that want to play it are playing it for you know just I don't know just bragging rights. So, so, so bring back that strategy for people that actually want the strategy, I think, and then maybe uh, just keep the casual mode like it is right now and just do your two or four wins per day and then done. 100%. I will tell you that was my favorite game mode. When that was introduced uh, and I was doing tournaments and then they did a lot of testing in the game, I had more fun with that game mode than any other game mode of the game. When yeah, I, think, the draft. I think that draft does help it though because this this is game that there are the counters like you mentioned and if you don't know the counter if you don't if you're going in blind you could bring in the, a good team but a totally wrong team against the team you're facing and just like uh -huh. oh this i just quit this is done already <laughs> 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 all right um moving on to something i think is positive to something i think is negative but some of the community may think is positive Shang-Chi coming to the game. Shang-Chi coming to the game. Uh, the movie. I'm very excited for this movie. I was I was disappointed when I saw that uh, the rumors were true that he is part of this Heroes for Hire. He's going to make one of the most annoying war defense teams even more annoying. I know you're a, a lot more into war than I am. What was your reaction when you saw Shang-Chi coming to the game and then that he was a Hero for Hire character? Yeah, I was I was disappointed too because uh, the you know frankly at one point uh, the devs had asked for some input and I my input was can you please make this team useful elsewhere so that players you know if they invest in them can get some value out of this team other than just having him sit on more defense and yeah. not never getting to play the team yeah. and he doesn't do that at all right <laughs> it's just okay more stuff for war defense you know the other thing I will just say is that they're really doubling down on like let's make war very long lasting and have like this mini boss kind of team like they originally said this was like going to be a mini boss the heroes for hire team yeah they and then two we, taps we, two taps all the time for this team is what they're saying yeah we quickly figured out right how to one one shot this thing and so now they're like oh well we've got to introduce a character that makes it super hard again I, I don't know i mean i'm not really excited about that it'll change up the war meta so it's going to be a challenge for me as a war captain or something to figure that out but you know, other than that, uh, I, you know, I personally think war defense teams are lame and yeah. it, frankly, for uh, only, only a small segment of players can really afford to spend resources on this stuff. Uh, I, I, was, I was very excited for She-Hulk and then I saw war defense, very excited for Shang-Chi, then I saw war defense. So it's just a little disappointing for myself. But um, 
Did you think that even with the addition of Shang-Chi that the Infinity Watch can still handle Heroes for Hire in war defense when when this team is in an entirety? You know, I think it remains to be seen. I mean, one thing that is very anti-Infinity Watch there is this damage per positive effect. So the, the Infinity Watch have on average three to four positive effects on the team throughout the battle. Yeah. So that's going to be a lot of damage coming in against Infinity Watch. The team is going to be a lot harder to, to kill now with the taunt uh, from Luke Cage uh, coming whenever a teammate uh, gets below 60%. And, you know, he is getting a lot more health. So definitely going to be more of a challenge. And I think we're going to have to test that out and see. It's certainly not going to have the massive punch-ups that you're able to have now with Infinity Watch versus Heroes for Hire. Uh, I like those punch-ups with that. <laughs> I hear you. All right. um, so in addition to, oh, actually, actually, before we move into Shang-Chi, one more question. Uh, he does look like he has a pretty decent kit. Not everything is on war defense. And I guess the question that everybody has, do you think that he'll have some viability outside of war defense, maybe on the city lanes of Dark Dimension? What are, what are you, maybe. what is your gut? Uh, my gut is probably not because I use the four current members of Heroes for Hire and they get rolled, okay. like absolutely rolled. Okay. In DD4, uh, I've tested the full team in DD4, so they're pretty bad. Like they get like they last on the the final node, they last for like three turns, three to five turns before they just get just destroyed. Um, yeah. So I, I'm not, I'm, I don't have high expectations here, but you never know. Gamma? Do you, do you, what are you with people like Gamma? A little, little easier. Do you yes. think they'll, he'll survive yes. and give some good? Yes, good. for sure. And that's been huge for some people. I, I know some players have told me on my Discord that they were not able to clear Gamma before, and they finally are able to do it because this team is added to the center. Nice. So and, I, and I like what they did with Gamma. Instead of what they did previously with Gamma with Pimtech, they just made Heroes for Hire in addition to Defenders instead of replacing the Defenders. So I'm glad that they did that. And hopefully he does, does have some viability and make it uh, easier for newer players. Uh, we also got more red stars for Ultron. He could now be four red stars, five red stars. Do you think that this changes anything about Ultron? Do you think that fifth red star, all that extra damage is is going to help him? Because I think Doom is a better character, but I think the bots for Ultron is a lot better. And this is going to make his bots survive more. Do you think this brings him back into the meta conversation when when you could actually get these stars for him? Yeah, there's a two different questions. It does help him. I just don't think it helps him enough. So I actually okay. have some alliance mates who are crazy enough to like do this. They they spend so much on the game. They buy every single offer. So they like you know I have a alliance mate who already has a five red star Ultron. Okay, oh, he's okay. Got, like, so uh, we got first sound data. <laughs> Yeah, 20 million PTCP, that kind of guy, you know, he's got the, you know, the G15, everything. Uh, I will just say, you know, he said that it's basically just a luxury thing. It gives him very limited value. So he uses okay. Ultron occasionally. And uh, he says on certain nodes in 4.3, he's used them in the Greek raid and whatever. But he's not very good. The problem is in raids, the boss node has multiple black bolts. Okay, yeah. on a three like three black bolts. So he's really not an ideal choice for the Doom Raid 1.1. So or what you know or whatever Doom Raid boss node. The other two nodes are pretty easy with with Doom and Kestrel. You really don't need Ultron there. And so you're really what are you investing in him for? Like as a you know mate, you're hoping he's gonna be better in Doom 2 or you know he's already his stats are really power crap even with five red stars compared to the new characters. So. 
you know, my gut would just be to, you know, particularly if you're not, uh, if you don't spend an absurd amount on this game, like save your red star orbs for the new characters. That would be my 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 common sense approach. To yeah, it. that was my next question. Is it is it is it uh, tempting enough to open these red star orbs when there's not that increased drop rate, especially the normal ones, and they're saving the increased drop rate for your fours five sixes all your elite stuff does this change anything for you the way you're opening orbs absolutely not i mean like you know admiral akbar it's a trap (laughs) i think this is like this is like a scopely trap trap to fool people into opening their limited stash of red star orbs when there's no featured character so then when there is a featured character it's like oh now death pools here I want to get, you know, could you imagine somebody who's on a limited amount of orbs? Let's say you have 50 red star orbs. You blow them all when there's no featured character for Ultron and then death pool comes. You're like, well, I need red stars on death pool. What am I going to do? Like you're basically buying them up from zero or you're like trying to, then you buy an offer because you're desperate. Like don't do that. Just save your red stars for characters like death pool, please. Luxury picks. Got it. Got it. That, that makes sense. That's kind of where I was leaning. Uh, but yeah, good good and if you guys have any other thoughts on this firsthand and uh let me know but let's move on to something that i think is kind of positive i like some of these new costumes that they've added in the game one of one of the ones that's available right now in the store that i think looks pretty good is this uh invisible woman one uh we got we got in costumes for invisible woman we've seen the carnage the taskmaster emma's been in the game for a while we also got a new costume for dr strange coming out uh, do you like what they're doing with these costumes? And do you like uh, like the release method? Uh, just the the variety that gives some of your roster. Do, are you are you uh, are you happy with what you're seeing so far? Yeah, I gotta tell you, you know, you remember. I don't know if you remember, but I was what I'll call a costume skeptic. <laughs> I was like early on, I'm like, man, I don't care about costumes. Uh, I, and here's what I'll say: they're moving in a direction that I like because. They are uh, the new ones. All look super cool, right? Yeah. Every single one. I like the Taskmaster one from the movie. That's pretty cool. I like the Carnage one. I love the Invisible Woman one. They're all really neat looking, and they're not like absurdly expensive. Like in the beginning, they're like, "Here's you know, spend eighty bucks to get a different skin on your Carnage or something." Like, give me a break, right? <laughs> No. They haven't but sold like, those. They, I don't think they sold very well because they haven't brought that back. <laughs> right? They realize, okay, no, no one's that stupid. So, uh, at least now, I, I basically, as long as I play the game, I get the costumes for free, and I'm willing to do that because I play the game anyway. So I'm happy to sort of play the game and get my costume for free. And so I got my, uh, you know, got my Gamora costume and whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I, I'm willing to grind for these costumes. I'm willing to play for these costumes. I don't know if I'm willing to spend for these costumes, you know, unless unless they start making it like required, which I hope they don't do, by the way. But yeah, I, I like what they're doing and I'm looking forward to these events. I'm looking forward to unlocking them. And I like what they did last time that you could get both of the costumes. You got both of the costumes for uh, Gamora, uh, Gamora and you got the Daredevil costume which is good, which is different than they did previously. So I think I think they're moving in a positive direction uh, because previously you couldn't get the Thor, the Vision, and the Scarlet Witch all in at one. So I'm looking forward to these. Any, any other thoughts on costumes? Because I think these are just like a fun uh, change that uh, was added to the game. 
Yeah, I do think eventually this is going to get confusing because like one thing I will say is I, I especially when you're a newer player, you get to know the characters by how they look. Uh, it's going to be interesting like a year from now when every character's got like three costumes <laughs> and like you're a new player. You're like, what the heck is that? Oh, that's like a very special skin for, you know, this particular character. Right. So it'll be interesting to see how that develops over time. Yeah, I didn't think of that because we, we're getting these one by one. We're getting like three a month when a new player comes in and they're there's like all these costumes out like, oh, who is this? Oh, who is this? How do I get my character to look like that? So uh, it, it, I, I do see that downside now. So uh, yeah, but in general, I think I think uh, overall it's pretty good. We also uh, got some good quality of life changes and it's about time. Let's talk about let's talk about the one that I've been wanting since uh, since I started playing this game three and a half years ago. Auto basic. Uh, why? Why? Why is this important? And ha have you used this yet? Yeah, it's super important because in raid nodes in particular, you want to, or in Dark Dimension, you want to save your cooldowns for the next node, right? So you're going to want to do basic at the end. I always do manually do basic at the at the very end to make sure that your you know characters are going to have those cooldowns for the next node. Uh, one thing I will say, though, I learned the hard way since this got oh. implemented is... When you do your own manual auto basic, you're still targeting and you're careful about what you do. If mm. you put it on auto basic, you better be sure you're gonna you're going to actually survive without your your characters dying. So you have to wait longer. If you're used to basicing at a certain point, you may want to still manual basic for a little bit until you get so far down that like you, you even the you know the ai can't screw that up because i actually lost one of my characters and had to restart the game uh on a raid note because i auto basic too soon oh yeah I, I i lost one but it was in gamma it wasn't in doom so it wasn't as bad but uh i did lose one but i gotta say overall i'm i'm very happy with this it, it just just it's not even 24 hours since this update this is probably saving me about half an hour that i could just put that put my phone down and do something else just 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 recently. So I'm glad that this is that. Uh, any other thoughts on this uh, before we move on to the other big quality of life change? Yeah, as I said, the, the next one is the biggest one to me. Like that, oh, that yeah. tra that's transformative. Like that's insane. That's yeah. in, oh, so big. Yeah. Um, so just just in case you guys are wondering why there's no auto basic if you're trying to implement it, uh, you got to go to the new advanced settings and uh, you know so go to settings, go to advanced settings, and down at the bottom you have to check auto basic command. And when you hit basic, you have a you have a button that pops out and it's gonna say either auto or uh, the normal auto or it's going to say basics and uh, that's how I use it. But yeah, let, let's move on to this one because this one is uh, a little more exciting for me as well. Uh, this this is going to save management of time uh, and particularly for Blitz and War. That's where I think we needed these changes. But save squad tabs. This is it, a, it is about time. We, we've 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 had to push so much for save squads. We finally got them in the game and now we've gotten save squad tabs. Uh, is this going to save you a lot of time in particular? Insane. I mean, right now it's actually going to cost me time because I have to set them up. But man, I mean, <laughs> it's huge. I mean, you have to see, I'll tell you like when, for example, my own alliance when people are like, can you, what are your war offense teams? It's like, I have to create them because all my tabs <laughs> used to be for the blitz teams because that was the simplest way to set it up. And then you, I would manually change every time for a war attack, right? Or your war defense yeah. or whatever. I mean, just the ability to have all that pre-done is going to be absolutely huge for me. Absolutely huge. And you always ran out. Of, you know, you'd want to set up tabs for raiding and for war and for all these things, but you just didn't even have the, sl the slots to do it. 
Uh, that totally ends now. That's um, huge. Yeah, I, I like this. And, you know, honestly, it will cost a little more time in the upfront, but I kind of like that. I kind of like having to redo my blitz teams, make them more efficient. You know, I could I could split up some teams to make uh, to make teams get score a little more overall. So instead of one team that scores like 90,000 points and then one team that scores 60,000, I could have two that score, you know, way higher and that, that equal to a higher amount. Uh and, and yeah, the organization of the war, I think down the road, it's going to save a lot and may, may even make war a little more enjoyable for some people that uh, you don't have to uh, piece together your teams manually. Every time you want to do a fight, you just have them there like, oh, this is the counter. Boom. It's it's so easy. So I, I'm I'm liking that. And, and I think you could duplicate same characters, right? So if you have uh hella on one team and you want to go in with hella on a different team or taskmaster on one and then uh, not taskmaster zemo on one team and another zemo attack team you can you can do that and you have 40 40 slots for that so yeah. oh it's great this it's is, huge this is i mean and without a doubt the best thing that they've done in quite a while yeah i mean both of these both of these huge quality of life changes and it's nice to update and we also got one more change now mm -hmm. i we've been expecting this for a while we got notice of this and even even when we got the other 80 the uh, level cap increase to level 80 we knew that someday this would come wasn't publicized I, I'm, I'm surprised at this game we got a little tiny uh the little bullet point at the bottom that level cap is increasing to level 85. i wasn't sure if it was coming because it wasn't really talked about in the the in-game message that we saw previously uh what are where what level is your commander uh right now I'm still at 80 uh, because I refuse to store up energy. So okay. I'll tell you, Valley, a bunch of my alliance mates have been storing up energy for months. But, you know, these guys like these are these guys who have like everything at G15 already. You know, I mean, there are people they don't, in need, to, they don't need to farm. They just they don't have nothing to do. Yeah. <laughs> what do they need? OK, they've got like every character from, you know, hand minions on up to at 100K plus. So, yeah, they don't need anything. I just felt like. I couldn't give up, you know, thousands of free energy a week to do that, uh, yeah. you know, because you lose out of the energy you take. So I'm still at 80. Uh, I do, uh, you know, I will now purchase some of the energy offers, I imagine. Uh, is I don't think it looks like DD5 is coming this patch. I think it's coming next patch would be my assumption based on this list. So I think we have a month to try to catch up to all those guys. Well, are they are they going to go DD5 or I would I, they, I probably I, from what the order that I think in the roadmap, I'm thinking next patch maybe dark dimension or right, doom two and then after that uh, dark dimension five but i'm hoping wow. maybe it's maybe it's not uh maybe it's not right off the bat because because we need that teal gear from doom two to get into dark dimension five so hopefully there's a little gap and it's not both of them dropping at once but yeah and, and what and 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 not only did this i thought they i thought this was there before they added iso eight uh, the campaign energy when you spend that you're also getting experience for your commander so uh, has that made a difference for you as well it's been great for me and i think it's even better for new players you know one thing i'll just tell you is i do try to help new players every month just to get a sense of how the experience is for them yeah. and lately what i've been hearing is man this grind to get from level 54 to 55 or that sort of thing is so long you know if for when, because they're starting at zero and trying to get all the way up to yeah. 80 now 85 it takes a long time i think it's going to help them out too i think that's good for the game to make that, that less of a grind i don't really see the point of having people grind up that far to get uh you know each one of those levels 
Yeah, like uh, any anything that helps newer players catch up uh, is, is going to be positive for the game. Uh, one thing that wasn't mentioned, uh, you know, sometimes we get a lot of uh, advanced information on Void, but this this surprised me. We got a few minor reworks to characters. I guess it's not not too major, so I guess that, that's why they didn't mention it. But uh, we got to reworks to Iron Fist, mainly to synergize with Shang-Chi. Luke Cage also got a little bit of a rework. Uh, and then and then uh, Deadpool just to synergize, not just with Domino, but also Deathpool. Uh, do you think that these updates make a huge difference do you think that these uh, updates for these heroes for hire make him even worse to face in alliance war i think the luke cage one is particularly significant because now on war defense if he has shang chi so you got to get shang chi you've got you now whenever any ally drops below 60 percent health he gains taunt so that's if you got the full team there that's going to be very Ugh. difficult right Ugh. it used to be we would ignore luke cage right well, well generally what you did is you either remove the the taunt or put disrupt on him or whatever and then you would just kill colleen wing and there was no one else to worry about well now you've got this situation where you're going to constantly have Luke Cage taunting. So that's, I think, a big thing for that team. Uh, and I hope I hope my Infinity Watch can still counter this team because that, that's going to be rough for myself if not. Um, <laughs> any Anything else? Do you think this... I, I don't think this death, Deadpool... I don't... Who, who would pair Deadpool with Deadpool? Is that just for, like, for fun type of thing? Or is that... <laughs> Yeah, they, or is that something that's make a they call it for flavor, right? I kind of like Vision and Scarlet Witch have like some yeah. interaction. I think it's kind of like that. Um, I think that's just like a flavor thing. I think for for Luke Cage, he also has more health, going from ten to fifteen percent or ten to twenty five percent per uh, Heroes for Hire ally. I think is significant. Yeah. Uh, and then the Iron Fist uh, having the alt not dodgeable is great because. It's going to hurt, by the way, Infinity Watch, because Infinity Watch early on often use that alt from Nebula, and they all get the evades, and so then Iron Fist would would waste that alt. So I think it... <laughs> I think it's significant uh, for people who... You know, there are some people, you and I know some of these people, right, who are like over-invested into Heroes for Hire, and so now they're all crying about, like, they're not unbeatable enough, right? So <laughs> this is a tip of the hat to those people. I, I invested heavily in them as well, but I just do that for the new characters for the streaming purposes, <laughs> so I didn't. I don't feel as butthurt about the fact that they were easily beaten. Yeah, but I just... I'm, I'm not a fan of this team. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's all I'll say. There aren't right. that many, are there? I mean, could you imagine if we had a poll, like, favorite teams to, to use? I love like, the war this, defense teams. <laughs> That I don't even get to play with because they, they just they operate on their own. I don't I don't get the, the I can allure get this of those cool teams. new outfit for Luke Cage and never ever see it. How awesome is that? It's only for my <laughs> opponents. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, also, th this week uh, we got a new player meta guide. Uh, most of this stuff I agree with. Uh, there's some things that I would uh, dispute a little bit, and some things I just don't know. Did you read this? And uh, what what is the feedback if you have uh, that you've gotten from new players that have read this? Yeah, so the, I had gotten feedback. I actually passed it along to Cerebro about their prior version, which was just really bad. Okay, this is the updated. This is his attempt to make it updated. Okay, and okay. the prior version was like hot so trash, kind of kind of bad. <laughs> This one is pretty bad, I'd say, still. Because, like, for example, it says one of the first te hero teams you want to build up is Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, Ooh. no. Outdated. Uh, yeah, you see it's right outdated. There? It was. It was back in the day. 
Right back in like 2019, maybe that was good <laughs> advice. I don't know. But like it's a lot, you know, now, you know, what I'm telling new players is build these OP characters, you know, you know, get you know, Gamora and Nebula that are very accessible. Get the, when you get Sharon Carter for free, use her. I have new players who are using, I have one new player who's been using Sharon Carter, his two-star captain, Sam, which he had a core up because he didn't even have enough levels. You know, he had to core up those levels oh. to get, to get the full two stars, but he did it. And, uh, and that the secret adventures with Nebula and Gamora, you know, that's a, that's a much better way to get through these campaigns than trying to get through with like guardians of the galaxy. You know, they're just totally power crept at this yeah, point. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> except for Gamora, but she's not really on the guardians of the galaxy anymore. She's more infinity watch now. Uh, what, exactly. what about this advice for returning players? Uh, they're recommending some decent characters here, trying to get the astonishing X-Men. They're trying mm -hmm. to, uh, they're recommending trying to build up X-Factor to get that Infinity Watch. This seems like good advice because it's chasing legendaries, yeah. but uh, still, this this is more for the legendaries. Do you think these legendaries are that important that you should be chasing this uh, for hey. if you're returning? Yeah, it's really tough. I mean, I do think Jubilee... And Adam Warlock are probably the two most relevant legendaries, but I really think that focusing on legendaries in this game is usually bad advice for players. Most of them are not that important anymore, but yeah, these two are fine. But I mean, my advice to new players would be really focused on some of the new teams that get released. You know, you're not going to get how, how is new player going to get infinity watch? If you're returning, I should say uh -huh. you're returning, you've, you've taken a year off from the game. You come back. How are you going to get infinity watch without opening your wallet? Yeah. So my advice to a new player who is, doesn't have a million dollars to spend in the game would be like, oh, okay, well, you're going to get death pool for free and maybe cloak and dagger, make something out of them. Right. I mean, work on those characters. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe Cerebra should have taken a little bit of your notes uh, in, in, <laughs> in, while writing this, you know, yeah, right. Um, yeah, and, and you know the rest of this stuff is alright, but uh, you know there's a lot of his explanation there. Uh, starting over, I think I think some of that uh, really has to do with the arena ranking because your arena ranking is kind of tied to uh, where when you start the game and not necessarily where your power is and all that. Um, any any other thoughts on this guide before we move on to some of the exciting data mines that we got with this next update? Okay, th that's more exciting. I do feel bad for the new players who are looking at this for guidance. Hopefully, they find their way over to a better, uh, better source of information. Yeah, check out check out Philosopher's Channel. A lot of new player tips there. Uh, not really a lot of new player tips on my channel, but there's a lot of other good content creators that have a lot of new player guides as well. So, but let's talk about this exciting thing: the data mines. Maybe not as exciting as some of these previous ones, but. All right, uh, the, we got the information. Shang Chi, the the unlock method for him. Now, I, I'm still kind of excited because he's Shang Chi, and the movie's kind of cool. I just don't uh, I don't know if I'm ever going to use him in the game because of his uh, role on war defense. But it looks like it is an event character. So, um, any any thoughts on this before I read this? It looks like it's a pretty long data mine. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'll just say I like that they're doing a lot of events. I like event characters. I think that's a pretty popular release method. I think people like that. It's a it's pretty free to play friendly as these things go. Uh, so I like it. I'm excited about that, and I'm excited about the character. Even though I'm not a, the biggest fan of the of the Heroes for Hire team. 
Yeah, I, I do like, I'm, like I said, I'm kind of excited about this event, even though Shang-Chi, I'm probably not going to really use them and build them up, but uh, it, it's, it's a very player-friendly release. Uh, we're having this Fire Essence event currency, earning that via campaign, no, it's not including event campaign, getting that Blitz daily objective, so just grinding out, doing your daily stuff. We also have another war, Wise Warrior milestone, racking up forts, points towards a 14-day milestone by spending this Fire Essence, so I guess that's going to be the currency that opens these orbs uh you're getting shang chi shards various gear elite six credits I, I know i need to restore my elite six for the the ones that i got for death pool that i didn't get anything great with uh we're also getting these medallions and i think these were popping up in the game for limited uh for a little bit i don't know if they're still popping up but uh medallions a limited time calendar milestone and redeem them in the orb section for fire essence store and various rewards each of that rewards achievement progress opens seven to open a gold phase bits, earn his new battle armor. And he's he actually has a uh, nice outfit in the game. But again, a, a nice outfit on a war defense character. So <laughs> cool outfit to unlock. I don't I don't know how much uh, I'm going to actually look at it, though. And he's got a new costume and that's going to go live or for the credits. Oh, it's going to be converted on September 22nd. So obviously this is going to be, this event is going to be ending a few weeks before the 22nd of September. Uh, any, any other thoughts and, and then some bonus events as well that uh, just kind of some double things that they do. Uh, now that, now that you see uh, some of the things and, and some of these things look very familiar some, for some events that we've had in the past. Um, any, anything in particular stand out for this uh, event coming up? No, I do think that from from datamites, there's different types of essences. You're going to have the ability to just, I think, select or have some input into which ones you focus on to give you different rewards. So I think there's some cool ideas there. And I just think it's good they're having events. Let's face it, right now there's a lot of uh, competition for our entertainment uh, uh, options. There's a lot of games out there and lots of different things people are doing. Obviously, a lot of people are out and about and enjoying the summer. So, uh, you know, they should be working hard uh, to keep us interested in the game. So I think they need to do more of this stuff. Yeah, I, 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 like I said, I'm not even excited for a character. I'm excited for this event, so I do like when I have these. Um, that that probably was the biggest data mine. Let me just skim through this here, unless there's anything that you remember. Um, yeah, so there's more stuff about this. Dark promotion credits, we already got that in the game. Uh, issue Maria Hill. It looks like we're getting... Uh, six or seven stars we're getting that compensation coming soon we actually have the game and then a crafting bug which i gotta say i, I wasn't aware of this was a bug and we're getting compensation for that we're having a, a two-week calendar starting uh very soon giving us 10 million gold coming up and they did talk about this in the blog post last week did you know that the this crafting was a bug were you were you crafting those pieces individually when you were um when you were craft when you were uh, upgrading your characters or were you waiting till you had that craft all button i waited till i had the craft all button i never did i mean i would never do an individual piece unless there's like one purple uh piece out of an entire you know what would otherwise be an orange set right like so you have gear tier 14 with one purple piece otherwise yeah. i just do the whole tier i had read and seen people have done the math that it is worse I have the feeling, Valley, this is my, uh, my uh, maybe I'm a cynical person. I think they realize that people are fed up with the gold issue, and this is their way of play, like throwing us a bone. It doesn't solve the long-term problem at all, right? Yeah. It, but it, it, for a month or two, it makes you happy until you're like run out of gold again. You're like, oh, crap, I've got to bring up every everybody to 85. 
Yeah, I, you know what? You might be right on that, but e- either way, I'm glad they're giving this, and I'm glad I'll they're switching it. switching the crafting pieces because I thought it was just like that. If you wanted to take up individual pieces, there's a little added cost for that, and if you're waiting till you get everything, then you get it a little cheaper. But uh, I'm glad they're fixing that, so you, you you don't have to wait to craft all those individual pieces there. Um, and I think that is the major things in the data mine. A lot of uh, little things here. Uh, there, there might be some other things that I was trying to uh, brawl through. If there is anything I missed as far as the data mines, let me know in the comments. But brother philosopher, it, it is always a pleasure. It's always fun talking to you, my friend. Uh, any Anything else you want to discuss or uh, promote before you go? No, I'll just say this. If you are if you are a newer player and you're struggling, whether it's with that advice or whatever else, I'm going to be doing a guide for this month on starting now, what to what to focus on. Let me know. Go to go to my Discord or my channel. Give me your comments, your thoughts about what your experience has been like and what advice you would pass along to the next generation of new players that are going to be starting Marvel Strike Force very soon. Nice. So yes, yes. I think I think that is very valuable because I like I said, I think it's very valuable to get new players to that mid game and end game as quick as possible. So I appreciate that you're doing that guide. And uh, guys, the links for his channel, for his Discord, anything else you want to send me, philosopher, it will be down below. So click on that, check it out, make some really awesome content, guys. And uh, that is it. That is all I got for you this time. Uh, let me know what you think of this update. Are you happy? Are you sad? I know there's bugs, but do you think, this, despite the bugs, do you think this is more of a positive or a negative update? I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys say. And philosopher, always a pleasure, my friend. Before you go, give me that Hulk fist bump. Uh, hey, let's and, go. and I'll pretend you're holding up your fist to the screen. <laughs> I actually am. Oh, yeah, baby. All right, thanks, guys. Check out some of my other videos. Subscribe. And if you're listening to the podcast version, we can leave this a great, great review on whatever platform you listen to. Old Fist Bump, Valley Planet Philosopher. Out.